0: On June 11, Patty and I will celebrate our 44th wedding anniversary. Now, you probably have comments about that, what she deserves for an anniversary gift after being with me for 44 years. But, you know, I can still remember things about our wedding day. I remember that as a student pastor, on a Sunday morning, I decided that I would preach on a Sunday morning and then the wedding would be on the afternoon of that June 11 i remember that i chose the text that you just heard also remember that it was the worst sermon i believe i've ever preached i really hope it goes a little bit better today for your sakes anyway but amazingly patty and i have a great marriage even after 44 years and my deciding to preach on that particular sunday morning you know back in those days uh, i felt it was my duty to preach in my churches. I kind of had this sense that nobody else could do it as well as I could do it. And after all, I was the preacher, and I should preach on the Sunday morning, even if it was my wedding day. What I didn't realize then was this, that I have limits. And one of those limits was that uh, emotionally, physically, that preaching on the day of, the wedding was not a great idea my attention should have been on my bride on the wedding and what was to follow on that day you know God has given to each of us limits and in order to live life fully we have to live within those limits those limits are God given and important for us to understand And in order for us to be the best you possible, we have to live within those limits. This morning, I want to take a few moments and kind of introduce this particular subject so that we can think more clearly about the limits that are present in our life and how we can live within those limits to live a healthy and fruitful life. Let's begin by looking at John the Baptizer just before john's premature death he was part of a thriving ministry there were probably few in palestine who didn't know the name of john and know a bit about his reputation he had led this renewal movement and people were turning back to god by the droves interestingly he did not do his ministry, and reside within a, one of the major metropolitan areas where people live. But he decided to do his ministry uh, out in a remote area, out in the wilderness along the Jordan River. Now, no one would have expected for that to have been successful. But yet, people flocked to hear this man dressed In camel hair garments who had a diet of locusts grasshopper they went out to hear him preach and they were struck by what they heard and many went into the water and were baptized into the baptism of repentance now John's ministry as his ministry was or actually his life was nearing its conclusion was when Jesus launched his ministry. And in the scripture you just heard, we find that John's team was a bit upset by what they saw happening with Jesus' ministry. You see, they had heard that Jesus and his team were baptizing folks as well, and that some of the people who had come to John... And we're a part of John's church. We're now going to Jesus' church. You know how we are as human beings, don't you? Uh, When someone is doing something that we've done and when you've been kind of successful at something and and it feels as though someone is trying to imitate that and they're kind of taking maybe away a little bit of what you're doing, we, we have this bit of jealousy. You know, it's like uh, you have a church that's thriving and just across the interstate a new church opens up and then uh, another church launches a new campus a few miles away and another church opens. And we feel like that, that, that they're, we're competing against each other. And that's the feeling that John's disciples had when they heard that Jesus and his followers, his team, were baptizing folks as well and so they came to john with their complaints but john's response is intriguing it's powerful and it's liberating john said a person can only receive what is given from heaven john was expressing that his ministry had limits he had limits and he had to live within those in order for things to go well you see john had been sent by god to prepare the way for the messiah who we know and john came to learn was jesus and that was his role and mission he was not the messiah he was not that anointed one and he knew to step across the limits that he had been given would not end well for john or the ministry that god had intended just outside of these walls uh, matter of fact sometimes when it's quiet in here you can hear the traffic along interstate 75 and you know 75 has tens of thousands of vehicles that pass by here some traveling north some traveling south uh, every week i mean just tens of thousands of vehicles pass by loaded with you know uh, several hundred thousand folk do you know that our interstate has boundaries has boundaries it has limits and in order for People to travel safely to their destination whether they're traveling north or whether they're traveling south it's important for them to operate their vehicles within those limits now imagine for a moment that someone decides this yellow line means nothing and I'm going to drive on the outside of it and they go off at 75 miles an hour on the outside of the yellow line. Now, you know, things might go well for a while. Uh, you know, they, they might even pass some traffic along the way. But I guarantee if they continue for a long period of time traveling outside that limit, that boundary, they'll face some very negative consequences. And maybe even others will as well. God has given to you and to me limits in our lives in many different dimensions of how we live out our lives. And again, for us to be the people God has created us to be, for us to be healthy, for us to be happy, for us to experience the fullness of life that God wants us to have, living our lives within those limits is important. Now up front, I've got to make a confession to you that uh, I oftentimes struggle with this. Like you, I'm a fellow pilgrim in this journey to try to learn how to live my life within the limits that God has given. This morning, I want to just talk about a couple of these, and there are many more, and we could spend, really, a whole sermon series talking about limits and the limits of our lives and how to live healthy, godly lives within those limits. But I just want to touch on a couple this morning uh how many hours are in a day 24 uh anybody have 25 hours in your day huh anybody have 25 hours in your day um how many days are in a week seven anybody ever lived a, a nine day week i mean some weeks may have seemed like nine ten days or two weeks or whatever uh but there's only seven uh how many weeks in a year 52 you know you all get 100 a hundred today. Brett, I want you to mark this day down that the congregation answered all the questions correctly, all right? So you got 100. For information's sake, we have a limited amount of hours, don't we? Each day, each week, each year. A limited amount of time. The psalmist uh, asked this intriguing question. Uh, he 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 was thinking about his life and and he asked god he says god teach us to number our days teach us to number our days and he reflected on life of human beings and he reflected that you know human life seems like Grass, grass that springs up green, and then the hot sun comes and it fades and it dies. <laughs> this week, uh, I had a doctor's appointment, and my uh, this particular physician uh, is a rather young fellow. He's probably been out of uh, you know medical school and all of his training, probably been practicing medicine for five, six, seven, eight years, something like that. Pretty young fellow. And uh, he, he, he said to me about a particular thing. He said, when guys get your age, they have that particular problem. Now, I told him afterwards, I said, you know, guys like me don't like to hear that when guys get that particular age. <laughs> now, some of you aren't old enough to have heard that from your doctor, but some of you are, whether you're a guy or whether you're a gal, you've heard that. And he looked at me and he said, uh, he said it's a long ways off for me. And I thought, it will happen quicker than you think. <laughs> Because life is like grass that springs up early in the morning and when the hot sun passes over it, it fades and dies. It's like smoke that's there and dissipates in the air. And the psalmist said, you know, sometimes people live to be 70 years old. Sometimes, he says, they make it to 80 and beyond. And, you know, that's fairly accurate to our lifespan. We're just a little bit beyond that in our day, in our part of the world. But life has a limit. You're not going to live forever in the body you're in here on earth as it is now. You're going to die. That's real encouraging, isn't it? (laughs) But life has its limits. You have 24 hours, and you have a life. Now, you don't know for sure. You might live to be 100. You might live to be 70. But life has its limits. And to live life well means living within those time limits. We live in a culture now where people try to squeeze everything possible out of life. And many of us are in that same vehicle with everybody else. They want to do everything. All the time. And they rob themselves of rest. They rob themselves of time that's important to do other things. Sometimes even being a part of a church people rob themselves of that because they're trying to cram so much into their lives life has its limits and there is this limit called time and we have to live within that limit of time in relationship to the time limits that we face there are seasons in our lives that even demand things of us that limit what we can and can't do. For example, if you are a parent of children, particularly small children, there are responsibilities that had. The father who thinks he can live like a single man and raise a child that's a 2-year-old, a 3-year-old, a 4-year-old, and he still tries to live his life as he did when he was single, that fellow will lose his family and his children because you can't do that. There are limits of time. If you have aging parents and you have to care for parents, there are time you've got to spend with them and there's other things that you've got to put aside. You see, I've learned in my life that I can't do everything. Oh, I like to do a lot of stuff. I, I, I love life and I love to live things to the fullest, and, and but I've learned I just can't do everything. You know, for example... Uh, I spend virtually no time on social media. Not because I believe it's wrong, not because I believe it's bad. I, I mean, I like knowing when your birthday is. I like knowing, uh, you know, when something happens in your family. I like knowing where you've gone on vacation. I like seeing the pictures of the children and grandchildren. I like seeing those championship trophies being displayed and all that. But I've learned for me that social media is this great time abyss. And there are more important things in my life, things to be about, that make a difference, and that feed my soul. Now, I'm not condemning social media. It's not that it's bad, and you may do it, and you may do it well, and it may be a part of what you need to continue to do. But I want you to know, you've got to look at your life and decide what is important. What do I need to be about? How do I need to spend this precious commodity, this precious gift of time that God has given, and to do it well? Several years ago, uh, I heard Mike Chapman, who was then the pastor of City Church, which is on Lee Highway, uh, make this comment. He said, I'm like a Lego block. Now, that piqued my attention. Mike, how are you like a Lego block? And he went on to say, he said, I only have so many pegs on the top of my block. He said, you can only connect so many things to that block. You know what Mike was talking about? Limits. He knew that he was limited in what he could do as a pastor, what he could do as a human being. He knew that there was a limit to the level of relationships that he could have. You know, we were created as social creatures. We were created to live in relationship with each other. We were created for that. But you know, even our relationships must have limits in order to be healthy. There are different levels of relationships. Uh, You know, there are uh, the intimate bond relationship that exists between husbands and wives, There are the family relationships that parents and children have with one another. There are the extended family relationships between uncles and nieces and nephews and aunts and nieces and nephews and cousins and all the like. There are intimate friendships, close intimate friendships that we have with people. And then there are these more casual friendships. And then there are acquaintances that we have. And do you realize that in all those levels, there are limits of how you can relate to other people. For example, if you think you can have more than one intimate bond, rather than a, beyond your spouse, you're headed for real trouble. Even Jesus understood that. There were a lot of people who came to hear Jesus and there were a lot of people who followed Jesus but Jesus had a team of 12 they were the first team and then he had an inner circle of three and we know that he had a limited number of intimate friendships Lazarus and the two sisters and Mary Magdalene Jesus understood something about Limits in relationships. Now, there's not any magic numbers here, and I don't pretend to share that with you, but there are limits. If you want to have the level of relationships with people, there are some limits that have to take place. If, as a married person, for example, you devote all your time to spending with friends and you don't spend it with your spouse, it's going to do some damage to your marriage. Same thing can be said about your children or your parents. Relationships have limits. Relationships have limits. Now, there's a particular area that, I guess I'm very sensitive as a pastor because pastors tend to encounter it uh, periodically. Um, and, And oftentimes we never really escape it, but in the world around us, there are people that I would label as needy people. Now, I'm not talking about people who lack resources. The person may lack resources, they may not that I'm talking about. But these are needy people. People who just have this extraordinary need to be in relationship with other people, and yet they have no sense of boundaries in their own lives. They're the kind of people that will suck the very life out of you some of you may remember the movie that came out in the 90s what about bob it's an example of that if you haven't ever watched that movie i want you to go home and look it up and watch it because it's 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 a good laugh but it's a but it's really right on target with this with needy people you see and as people if we are on the pathway to being healthy and whole we have to be the folks who set the limits You don't always have to answer your cell phone when you see that name pop up. Now, that may sound mean, but I don't mean for it to be mean. You need to be healthy, and you need to know where the limits are. You don't have to say yes to that person all the time. We've got to learn to set limits. God has given us wonderful gifts, and it's time and relationships and opportunities and vocation and and having fun and pleasure and, and and all these things but all of these to be lived well are lived within the limits lived within limits now i have not arrived i'm still learning but i want to live my life well I want to be the best me possible, the best Dwight that Dwight can be. But living my life well means living within these limits. Let's let God lead us and guide us into those limits. Amen? I want to ask you to join me in a prayer that uh, is here on the screen. And I'll ask you to stand as we say this prayer together, to stand as you're able and pray this as a prayer let us pray loving creator you made each of us with limits designed to help us become the best person possible help us to understand our god-given limits learn to appreciate them and live within them help us to live our lives fully within our limits and enjoy the blessings that come from this kind of living